0: Hey, welcome to 49ers After Dark. That's Jesse Naylor. I'm Grant Cohn. OTAs are underway. We've seen, we got our own footage to look at of Trey Lance and Sam Donald and even, even Brent, don't sleep on Brandon Allen is what we learned yesterday. Uh, we got to talk about, you know, under the radar players, rookies we're going to start, all that stuff. I guess we got to start with quarterbacks though. I thought what I thought was interesting was we were all on the lookout for who gets what reps. And that was pretty cut and dry. Lance gets the ones, Darnold two, Brandon Allen three. But then there's interviews afterward. And now we're reading into like, oh, uh, well, Brock came out first, and, and then Darnold came out second, and Trey came out third. And Should we read into the order than which they spoke? So let's talk about this quarterback hierarchy. How do you read it, Jesse? Well, can we can,
1: can we give a, a shout-out to the 49ers, by the way? you know, They did such a good job with this because let's be honest for a second. If we were taking bets prior to the press conference grant of would any quarterback speak, most of us would have been like, nah, it's gonna be like Fred Warner or CMC or you know, whoever, right? We wouldn't not have thought at all that one quarterback was gonna speak. At least I didn't. And I think most of any probably, quarterbacks
0: were gonna speak. I think no, the whispers around the media room was like, uh, ah, it's probably gonna be non-quarterbacks, they'll just die. Yeah.
1: Them. Yeah. And it was all three. They did all three. It's like, wow, they just Way to just feed the content out there. for. Thank us. you. <laughs> they knew what they were doing. So I, I thought that was funny. And I think a lot of people are reading into the order in which they spoke. And I actually took it a little bit differently. I, If you really break it down, they went in reverse order of, of what the hierarchy is right now. And Brock Purdy right now is not healthy. So obviously right. he would be number three out of those quarterbacks. Correct. Number two would be Sam Darnold who took not the first team reps and number
0: one would be Trey. And that's who came out last. Cause you save your marquee act for the end. You don't
1: just lead off with the marquee headline. (laughs) Sorry. Right. right. So that's the way I took it, but long-term it it didn't mean a lot to me. One thing I do want to say though, is Trey Lance to me, he just had a, maybe you can, you've been around him more and, and in the room it might feel different than what it comes across on camera. He had a different vibe to me. He just felt like he was very comfortable He had the joke with you at the end was like, well, it's not like the 49ers told me to seek help because I'm sad or anything, you know, and and he kind of laughed it off and made a joke. I didn't mean it like that, by the way. No, I know. I know. I knew what you meant. Yeah. But I, I just felt like he was very comfortable in his skin and in his position was like, you know what? I'm just, I'm here. I'm going to do my best. I'm get everything that I got and whatever happens happens. And I'm cool with the outcome, like I'm in a good spot mentally i'm I'm great, and that's the vibe that he portrayed to me and so I don't know how this whole thing's gonna shake out if Purdy's healthy, I imagine he's the day one starter, but Trey to me felt different. he just felt like his energy was different than what it had been in the past. He wasn't
0: trying right i suppose if if Brock Purdy's back for training camp and he gets uh you know a long ramp up then he would start week one based on what he did last year uh but there's no guarantee of that happening and until that happens the competition is between Trey and Sam and I could see why Trey would be confident I mean nothing against Sam Darnold I mean he has talent obviously he was the number three pick in the draft he's only 25 but he doesn't exude confidence I'm sorry would anyone disagree with that if anyone disagrees raise their hand (sighs) (laughs) he doesn't so i mean it's got to make trey feel a little bit more confident like man this guy's got his own issues to deal with
1: yeah he's 25 he's been in the league for a while and guess what it's not easy to be a quarterback in the nfl i'm not the only one that's struggling over here and i think that coupled with probably just feeling like he's in a better spot actually working on his mechanics hanging out with patrick mahomes now he's got the whole thing with josh allen coming up and gets to go back and work on his mechanics even more he probably just feels really good and and also i don't i don't know if if you had caught this grant at all i felt like and maybe maybe you knew this but i felt like you would ask the question about the sports psychologist like it was the first Hmm. time we had heard it he'd actually talked about it a year ago Hmm. i don't know if you remember but he did talk about it then he was seeing a sports psychologist and so this isn't anything new. It's not like I wouldn't was. be
0: surprised if Brock Purdy is. I mean, honestly, every single player on the team should have an independent sports psychologist that their agent sets them up with. Yeah, can only help. I think so. There's no stigma. It's so. nothing yeah. bad about it. Yeah. No. Seriously. My wife's a therapist. I'm an advocate. I'm not trying to get For her sure. business. It's good. It's good. Yeah. By the way,
1: you can reach out to Grant's wife and she can be your therapist. <laughs> Some of y'all in the chat need I'm it. Sorry. I don't care. Some of y'all in the chat need it, and it's okay.
0: Wouldn't it be funny if some of the players on the Niners went to my wife and they're like, this freaking guy, Grant, is constantly (laughs) riding me. She's like, (laughs) I don't know about that guy. Uh, She can't say anything to you or them about it. Yeah. Yeah. So, look, the way I look at it with this hierarchy is um, what's interesting is Trey Lance is working on his mechanics. I had a a throwing expert, Austin Carter-Samuels, on my show today, and he really explained, like, the process he's on. He's trying to uh, stride less, use more of a rotational force instead of a a linear like um what's the word
1: (laughs) i know i know what you're saying i know
0: exactly weight transfer weight transfer less weight transfer less stride man i hate when that happens on live television or whatever you want to call that so he's in the process he's doing better uh what's interesting about purdy is he's he people aren't really that impressed he's not like an artist with the ball in his hand, like, you know, Aaron Rodgers. What's so impressive about him is his uh, it factor. Like, him and Trey both have this it factor, this mm-hmm. confidence, this moxie, this leadership that young guys don't necessarily have. And while Sam seems to be the kind of guy that quarterback coaches like, they look at him throw, they're like, yeah, okay, all right, okay. But it just never, there's a disconnect with him, something, and, and you could call it decision making or leadership or whatever, confidence. There is something seriously lacking with Sam, at least so far.
1: Yeah, I think that that showed up. I, I was actually texting you during the press conference and telling you yeah. we, we came away Sorry. with the same exact thought. But yeah. we were uh, we were talking about it. And basically, yeah, it's just, to me, he, he may exude confidence on the field with his teammates mm. in a huddle. I don't know. But when I look at a franchise quarterback and they get in front of the media and use a lot of filler words and ums and uhs and I just, that, that puts me off as a fan. I don't, it doesn't give me confidence that he's the guy. When I listen to Brock Purdy talk and Trey Lance talk, I'm like, oh yeah, these, these two are, are leaders. These are franchise guys. I can get behind this. Doesn't mean that Sam can't be that guy because of the way that he speaks to the media, but it is really hard
0: to make that type of guy, the face of your franchise. And again, like, so what does that say? What does that say? Like he went third in the draft, not because of his leadership or CEO mentality. It's like throwing coaches really like the way he throws the ball, which is wild to me because he's never been like a high completion percentage guy. Like he can do things that are difficult, I guess, or things that you know only the top one percent throwers in the world can do. But there's so much more to being quarterback than that. Uh, Asac Wilson. So we'll see. But that's the core. I, I think you're right, man. I think the quarterback hierarchy is, yeah, Brock, you know, we're going to say a bunch of nice things, but as far as, you know, he's, he's not here. So we'll, he'll, he can go out first, but he's essentially on IR for now. And then Brock is next. And then we don't even show Brandon Allen. <laughs> Sorry, Brandon. <laughs> and then Trey.
1: I, I did want to talk about your show earlier with the the quarterback coach. That First of all, that guy was eccentric. He had me Dope. cracking up. Hell Yeah. He was super. I liked him too because he's a Bay
0: Area guy. He's from San Jose. I feel like I grew up with a bunch of Austin Carter Samuels in my life. He was dope. I liked him. He he was letting the f bombs fly. That was for sure. Hell yeah. He was like before. He asked me before. He's like, "Is it okay? Can I?" I was like, "Dude." absolutely yeah. get a little animated man i'm like all right man it's just good the whole it was great thing.
1: as yeah. soon as as soon as the camera come on it was like he popped into the screen was like what's up hell yeah here i am i thought it was so good yeah i thought it was tight <laughs> anyway i learned a lot but about I, it though that rotational talk, force to, yeah i just wanted to talk yeah. in general about that now and this is not a, a knock on him or anything like that but it it is fun to listen to guys like him speak because what I notice is every quarterback coach looks at things a little I, bit differently, no and there question. is no yeah. right answer. There yeah. is no right answer. and no. so that's why you know Trey going from from Quincy Avery to John Beck and now to Christensen, sometimes it's as simple as communication. Maybe there's a communication thing there that that helps out maybe. Maybe the other two guys were actually trying to teach the same thing, but they couldn't get through to Trey for whatever sure. reason. They they just weren't no on the same page.
0: And yeah. so I think I think that's or maybe he had three different dudes trying to teach three different things, and now he's finally got one voice, one yeah. coach, and you know what I mean. All yeah. kinds of things could be going on. Yes, there's
1: there's so much, but it's just yes. it's interesting to me that you could ask ten different quarterback coach, hey, what, what what's what's wrong with any quarterback? Insert quarterback. What do you see with their mechanics? And
0: all ten of them would have something completely different to say. What I liked about Austin, it felt like, and I could maybe I'm wrong, but it felt like he knew Jeff Christensen pretty well or mm-hmm. knew of how he coaches and had yeah. a pretty good idea of what he's going to try to do with yeah. Trey Lance. And he, by looking at the film, you could see, okay, yeah, he's in the process of doing those things. And it, what, what Austin said is Trey Lance strides a lot. And what he could learn, like, he could be more like Rodgers, who really doesn't stride. He has a hip rotation and a wrist flick. And it's like a, 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 a almost like a drop-down, three quarter release where you get a full extension and you release the ball parallel to your body, not out in front. And this it's like there's all different ways to throw a ball. That to me as a baseball player is a very infielder way to throw the ball. Yeah. Quick release, get it out of your hands, leaning right. Like I was an outfielder. And as an outfielder, you're making long throws. So you More do like elongated, the, yeah. Yeah, it's over the top because, well, first of all, you have crow hop. You're like yep. throwing yourself into the into the throw. Yep. And it's over the top because it's a lot of one hop throws, and you want the ball to bounce straight, and not off to the right, when you're throwing yep. to third base or to home. So there's different ways to throw, and it's like Trey's got a little bit more of that, like launching himself forward, kind of a throw. And I think what you're saying is like, you know, in the pocket with when you're throwing RPOs, all this stuff, you're kind of throwing off your back foot, and you want that ability to just throw quick slants off your back foot uh, with your hips and your wrist, the way you know Rodgers and Mahomes does. Now he's working out with Mahomes; he sees it. He's got the coach. It seems like something that's gonna. It said Austin said it took him three years to ingrate it uh, for himself, but he says he can coach it in three months, which was rich. I like that part. He's like, I got, I can do it in three months. All right, which well, maybe I can also, do it in three months.
1: Yeah, which also means that you know, if if he believes that, then he probably believes that other people he respects, like Christensen, who that came across that he does can also teach it potentially in three months. It just depends on the communication. And so I thought that was cool. And then one thing that he said at the end that does seem to line up with any quarterback coach that I've talked to is mechanics don't have to be perfect for you to be
0: a lead either. Right. Like look at Purdy. Yes. Yeah. We're going to constantly Purdy. teach it. Yeah. Pur- Purdy, Purdy isn't out there perfect winning perfect. because of his arm and his mechanics right. and what he does right, with the right, ball. Right. Like it's right. all the other stuff. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like he's a triumph of intangibles. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. So well, the
0: thing about Trey is he's, he has so many of those intangibles.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. So many. Yeah. And we'll see. He we'll does. see how it plays out. You know, it's it's all about reaching that potential. And but there, you know, there definitely was some some mechanic things, regardless of how you look at it. Every quarterback needs to constantly work on them, and they constantly do. And the good ones make it a strength and continue to get better.
0: And that's what Trey's got to figure out right now. And that's great. Absolutely. Seems like he's uh doing the right things, working with the right people. Mm-hmm. We often talk about franchise quarterback. Do the Niners have one? Uh, they haven't had one since, I mean, Jeff Garcia. And I don't even know if he was a franchise quarterback. He was close. The yeah. Niners are talking like they have three franchise like quarterbacks, which is a, a whole new concept. Franchise like. It's like Diet Coke. <laughs> <Franchise>. uh, <laughs> all right. Um, tell me what a franchise quarterback is. Like, what's the definition? And how likely is it that the Niners have two of them?
1: Oh, man. I. First of all the likelihood that they have two of them is almost impossible. <laughs> yeah, that is really hard to do. it's happened we're talking maybe 3 or 4 times in the history of football that a team has had two of them. The 49ers luckily have been one with Joe Montana and Steve Young. You had the Packers with with Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre, but it is it is rare and it's hard it's hard to come across. I think it I think this topic is interesting because It all depends on what your definition of franchise quarterback is. And that's, I think that also comes into how you look at Brock Purdy potentially. And I think the base of your argument really can cause a lot of division on the overall thought of a guy like Brock Purdy. So for example, I think Kirk Cousins is a good quarterback, an underrated quarterback. I think he's been top 12 in the NFL for many, many years. but. I don't think he's a franchise quarterback. I think he's the type of guy that if you pay big time money to, you actually set your franchise back. I think guys like him, Kyler Murray, Derek Carr, they all fit into that mold where it's like, yeah, they're good. They're good enough to get paid and they're good enough to be your quarterback for five, seven, 10 years. But are you really going to win with them? And if you pay them
0: and start to strip away talent, are they truly a franchise guy? Right. And it's like what you could do is give him like a multi-year contract, backload it, Have the first year have like a low salary cap number. Put him on the 49ers and see if he wins. Like that's the only way it could yeah. work. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. You have you have to get crafty.
1: Yeah. So for yeah. me, franchise quarterbacks are guys that can carry a franchise. Guys that when you pay them, yeah. That's what it is. They can continue to win regardless of what's Making around them. Making 50
0: million dollars a year yes. or more. Yes. That's it. So when they talk about, like, can, can Brock Purdy be a franchise quarterback? Uh, excuse me if I'm a little skeptical that you can pay that skill set, $50 million a year, and still win. Like, I don't even think the Niners are going there right now, and I feel like a lot of uh, people are, and I, that feels hasty. I think we need to see a little bit more. Yeah, uh, That's why I feel, I feel like people, Niner fans keep holding on to the Trey Lance dream. Because it's so clear that of the three in the room, he has the best chance for sure. to become a guy who could actually be worth fifty million dollars because he theoretically has that skill set. Not that he's that quarterback now, but that's the whole thing. Like I the best case scenario for Sam Darnold, I don't think is a guy making fifty million dollars and winning. Same for Brock, but again, I I'm no quarterback expert. I just knew that Jimmy Garoppolo wasn't it since like twenty seventeen. But what am I, what do I know? Yeah, I
1: I think when it equates to Brock, first of all, with all these guys, not Sam, not by—not Sam, by the way, but with Trey, Brock, even guys like Trevor Lawrence who have started out good, Jalen Hurts who is coming off of a good year, um, Mac Jones who maybe has not started out great. To me, I still want to see more. And so I'm not going to say it's impossible. I have a projection. I don't think that that Brock will reach that franchise quarterback status, but he could. I mean, it's not impossible, but the good thing is for the 49ers, they don't need him to be that right now with the money he's making. They can win and build the team and and structure it around him to kind of insulate him, and then we'll see when it's time to get paid, do they believe he's that guy or not, but the likelihood that the 49ers have one, let alone two, it's it's they don't. I'm just going to be blunt. They don't. This
0: Brock Purdy thing, like would he even be considered in the conversation of a a potential franchise quarterback if he was on any other team? No disrespect to a real nice uh, rookie, not a real nice rookie season, a great rookie season. Would he be even, would anyone even talk about him being potentially a franchise quarterback if he was on any other team? If not, come on. I mean, we got to like, I feel like we're being a little sentimental with Brock Purdy. Okay, like, yeah, what he did was great and he came through and it was it was, you know, a Cinderella story like, okay, all that's over with. This is professional sports. None of that means anything anymore. What's his actual value? Is it franchise caliber? I also but but again, I think this is where the crux
1: of the the debate starts is a lot of people disagree with with this definition of franchise quarterback a lot of people would say that a guy like Kirk Cousins Dak Prescott those are franchise quarterbacks because they're good enough they put up numbers they win regular
0: season games and yeah, there's a big difference between Dak and Kirk and, and Brock I mean Dak and right Kirk now like, there is yes can put but, it down the field far and sure. I know that a lot of people feel that doesn't matter okay you yeah. don't have to stress you don't have to stretch the field and stress the defense yeah I disagree I, I
1: disagree as well, but if Brock reached top 15, top 12 quarterback status, I think that it that could be a realistic thing, but to me that's not a franchise quarterback. So, that's where that's where I think it's likely the 49ers certainly don't have two and and let's just be real even in the 2021 draft that was loaded with all the quarterbacks and I love Trey Lance and Trevor Lawrence and you know, some of the other guys were pretty good and whatever. One thing that I said then is the likelihood that two of these guys pan out to be the guy for their team is very slim to none. And I know that we're looking at the draft now and saying there's five guys here that we legit think could be career franchise quarterbacks. And back then I said, Actually, the likelihood is there's going to be one or none. And right now, it looks like there might only be one out of that draft. And so now to think, okay, is it possible that the 49ers have two? I think that is almost a 0% chance. Maybe they have one. Maybe time will prove that out. But right now, I I just, I don't see it necessarily. And I definitely don't see two happening.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's much more likely that they have none than they have two. Come on. Yeah. The Niners always like to put two quarterbacks against each other and be like, "It's like Joe and Steve all over again." Like, no, it's, <laughs> no, not, no, like it's that. not. No, it's not. At all. <laughs> it's actually so, nothing like that. Can I tell you it's nothing like that? Yeah. <laughs> Definition of a franchise quarterback. Yeah, uh mm, 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 mm. Do you do you agree though that maybe
1: that's where the debate should start because if you've got two people that view franchise quarterback differently then a view of Brock Purdy could be completely skewed based off of that. If this argument I mean, is, if you don't meet eye to eye on this argument, then there's yeah. no way you're going to meet eye to eye on an argument of a quarterback, not even Brock Purdy, but just any quarterback that's say 10 to
0: 15 in the league. I know. Just not. I just feel like it's kind of a, a 49ers thing. To mm-hmm. take a guy who's a little small and have a really modest arm, and say he's Joe Montana, yeah. like he's got all the intangibles. It doesn't matter. Like, and no other fan base thinks that way about quarterbacks. Only the Niners. They're always romanticizing the guy, the underdog with the modest arm. Like, wh- really, who are the last quarterbacks with as modest of an arm? As I don't want to say weak because that it triggers people. As modest of an arm as Purdy to win a Super Bowl, like. Peyton Manning, when he was old, one of the greatest leaders and offensive coordinators with, like, a number one defense. He did it. Uh, He didn't even play the whole season. Brock Osweiler was playing some of the season. Drew Brees did it, like, at 27, 28. And it's funny, like, as someone who's a, quote, unquote, top 10 quarterback all time, he never sniffed another Super Bowl after that. It seemed like every time he had a great year and then would get uh, get to the playoffs and then it would fall apart. Am I wrong about that? Drew Brees. No, I whoever wants this, like, at, best case scenario is, is Brock Purdy. I don't well, know. Well, it's, it's funny
1: because I've had the debate in the past. And I remember when I when I first started having this debate, a lot of people pushed back. But now I, I feel like a lot of people agree with me. I'm taking Ben Roethlisberger
0: any no day question. of the week over Drew There's Brees. No question. It's not
1: even close to me.
0: What teams would do to Drew Brees, they would do stuff like they would drop, they would rush three, drop eight, and play like three deep, five underneath. And be like, all right, yep. check it down, Drew. Go ahead check it down drew i yeah. dare you and it's like that he would get a lot more of that stuff in the playoffs and he would kind of fall apart um um that's he the also kind of was stuff a you, dome player his whole career that's a bit that makes a
1: big difference too if your yeah. arm isn't up to snuff then being in a dome is is very important i mean if you put if you, and that was kind of my argument if you had taken drew Brees and put him in pittsburgh would he have a career even close to what no. he had but I could see oh. Ben Roethlisberger breaking all sorts of passing records sitting in a dome in New Orleans. So
0: also, if you think Brock Purdy is Jeff Garcia-esque or Joe Montana-esque, go back and watch those guys again. Go watch young Joe Montana, Joe Montana at 25 in 1981, when he was going 13 and 3 and winning the Super Bowl. Like he was a playmaker. He he could absolutely push the ball down the field when he had to. It wasn't the system, but he could do it. Uh much Much better than Brock. I don't need to turn this into a dump on Brock. No, 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 not at all. Not at all. Definition of a franchise quarterback. I'm not saying Trey's the definition. He's got a ways to go before he proves that, too. Um, Yeah, but even Jeff Garcia,
1: Garcia. he's not, he wasn't a franchise quarterback. He he wasn't. He was cool for, he had a couple cool years, and he did some really good things. But Jeff Garcia, (laughs) overall, if you look at Jeff Garcia, overall, not a, not a,
0: not a great quarterback. Dude, the 13-year-old Girl. me is getting really pissed at you right now. I'm I know you are. I know. Oh, Hold this on. is fun. Let me go back. Hold on. Let Hold me go. On. Would can, you can would I you just... consider Donovan McNabb a franchise quarterback? Let me let me re... no. Let me replay okay, this for enough. you real quick. Let me He went to three straight pro bowls.
1: Just Gosh. just for the for everybody in the chat, we got we pulled the fan out of Grant for just a second. Dude, I'm a huge Jeff Garcia sure fan. You can't
0: that. say that. But yeah, no, i have to I'd, I guess I'd have to agree. I mean, dude, he went 12 and 4 in 2001 at 31 years old he threw 32 touchdowns i mean he he had some he threw really good 4200 yards he had like three good seasons in a row but yeah he did. yeah yeah and then yeah, it just kind of but then he <laughs> came back at in 07 with had Tampa a good year. Yep. and had a pro bowl year yeah. Yeah, man one of the more underrated quarterbacks of all time but For yeah sure. maybe not a franchise quarterback For sure, maybe but not a franchise, franchise guy. quarterback. He was really good. I'm sorry. The fan of me won't allow, won't won't, uh, (laughs) agree with you. I can't allow that. That's fine. That's totally fine. Yeah. I love Jeff. (laughs) Anyway, um, Ivan says, our Brad Johnson will be Kirk Cousins. Oh, gosh. You know, there's a lot of similarities there because before, before uh, Brad Johnson won the Super Bowl with Tampa, he played for um, Minnesota and Washington. (laughs) True. True story. Here's the thing, though. Brad Johnson won the Super Bowl with the Niners when he, with the, Bucks when he was thirty four. If the Niners get Kirk Cousins next year, he'll be thirty six. That's getting kind of old. Thirty six. I think it's a little bit 34, past though. These quarterbacks. I, he wasn't even that later. good at thirty two. You know what I mean? I don't want thirty six <laughs> year old Kirk Cousins. Ugh. Like you I saw thirty six year old Matt Ryan. I wasn't good.
1: You know what you're gonna get. You know what you're guaranteed to get from thirty six year old Kirk Cousins. What? Four thousand yards
0: and twenty eight plus touchdowns. It's, it's a lock. I mean, I the guy does it that. every year. I think he's going to fall apart pretty soon. He's, he just, I was looking at it. Uh, the quarterbacks who won Super Bowls after 34, like 35 and up, uh, they're all, they're all pretty much Hall of Famers or borderline Hall of Famers. Staubach, Plunkett, Brady, Elway, Unitas, Elway, Brady, Manning, Brady, Brady. Those are the guys who win it when they're really old. Kirk yeah. Cousins is all of a sudden going to break through at 36. <laughs> no! It's not going to happen. I think he's pretty much done right now. He was 34 last year. He had his chance. He blew it a if, million times. If Kirk Cousins was inexpensive, could you believe it more? Yeah.
1: Or is it the price uh, tag that comes with it?
0: Vish had an interesting one yesterday on the show. Shout out Vish. He said Dak. Dak. Dak is 29. I, He'd be 31 in a couple years. I don't look know look if at that Dallas-
1: contract, Look at that contract, though. It's He's not getting out of it for another three years, probably. So if, if Dak comes here, Dallas has to be 50 Hey, like Vish said it. Ask Vish. He's no, no, smart. He no, probably thought it, was it through. Good.
0: No, no, no.
1: It was, it was a really good thing. In fact, Vish I'm made me pull up track yeah. And look, I'm like, hold on a second. Where's his contract at? Because Vish kind of predicted the Stafford thing years ahead. Let me double check he this. Did. And I was like, uh, I don't think it's feasible with his contract. But could be wrong. They're going to have to take trade a massive cap.
0: Pre-June hit. 1 yeah <laughs> like
1: 50 yeah. mil right 25 yeah. mil if you trade them post june one
0: yeah i, I i'm i gonna have to ask vish a little bit more about that one because i'm not seeing it but i'm not a math guy 49ers daddy says grant great shows all day really enjoyed the one with used car salesman quarterback expert you were giving him a hard time man great insight and reminder that we should have taken mac at three you know it's funny like he didn't say that. He said, I thought they were going to take I Mac because he kind of fit. But he's like, you know, Mac doesn't have those it qualities like Brock yeah. and Trey do. And I was like, yeah, I totally agree. And so he didn't say that. He, th- he said he expected it. A lot of people expected it. but He expected Mac it, but does he, also, not have fr- yeah.
1: he also was like, oh, I get why they didn't take Mac yeah.
0: once once that didn't yeah, happen. Yeah, Mac throws a nice ball for sure. So does Zach Wilson. Neither one's a good quarterback at all. Yeah, not yet Not yet yeah, So not yet. Robert um, Tuncap says, "Can you ask Kyle at the next press conference if there will be a quarterback comp if Brock is healthy by training camp week one, or, or is he just going to start?" Good question. It's hard to get pin Kyle down on hypotheticals. You know, he can always be like, "Well, I don't, you know, if we're gonna, I don't know if we're gonna be alive tomorrow, or, or we have to wait until we see." Only God knows. We have to <laughs> wait and see him throw. You know that kind of stuff. <laughs> Yeah. Hero Winchester says, hey, Grant, looking for an unpaid intern to take to OTAs and games. I can help take notes, record, bounce ideas off from and so on. Where can I apply? Hero Winchester, if I could just get credentials, man, I'd be giving them out to all my collaborators. Collaborators, <laughs> I promise I would. So I, w- I don't have that kind of pull. They don't like me that much. They do like me a little bit, though. You could tell. Kyle, he's, he's starting to warm up. You <laughs> he's can see to him come around. Yeah, yeah, yes. Glass half full guy says, with the new tight ends the Niners draft, is there any way Dwelly and Werner make the team? I'm not really seeing it. Yes. Yes. If the Niners are trying to become more of a two-tight end offense, well, it behooves you to have four tight ends. Um, because if you only have three, well, yeah, I'm just saying. You might want to have two, especially if you have, like, you know, a backup F, a backup Y, something like that.
1: I, I could be wrong, but as soon as they drafted Braden Willis, I tweeted out, this is not a tight end replacement. This is a use check replacement. I, I could I be that. wrong about that. I just feel like I see that. they're going to try to turn him into that that type of player for him.
0: Manny PSF95 says, could, would they win with both, a la young Montana? Yeah, they could win, uh, you know, a few playoff games. I don't know. We'll have to see if this team can break through. They've had issues. It stems with the offensive line. They're not doing their young quarterback any favors. McCaffrey helps. We'll see. They they could.
1: Absolutely, they they could win. I mean, they're... When you are almost a lock, a lock if you're healthy, to be a Final Four team, you've got a shot.
0: But I wish I could have seen Debo's conditioning yesterday. It's too bad.
1: Yeah, well, he'll show you. Is he
0: posting on Twitter? I'm... Locked. I don't Anything?
1: know Twitter. Twitter is such a. I don't even see people that I used to interact with on a regular basis. I don't see Twitter that, really I'm, fell off. It really did fall off. It's just not that fun anymore. I gotta be Battle honest. Beast
0: nineteen says, "Sorry, Grant. I don't know. Uh, I know I've been going on like a broken record, but I strongly believe if Purdy plays this year, it'll be bad. Schedule's way different. BP has a highlight reel of turnovers in college. It's bad. That is true, man. He turned over the ball a lot in in college. It um, it may be and.
1: I can understand why people would have that thought. I just think at some point that as fans, if that's the route that it takes, we just let's just get on board. You know what I mean? Figure it out, get on board. And then also know that (laughs) Trey's probably still going to get a chance at some point. It's just the way that this quarterback thing works in San Francisco. So it's not, you know, it's, there's nothing written in stone based off of a week one starter, but I do agree. If he, has maybe two weeks before the start of the season to throw in compet like in a competitive manner, and then start week one. Brock Purdy's eventually going to lose. I, I promise that he will actually lose a game, and he's not going to look good. That's going to happen at some point in his career. I promise. And if it happens to be week one, uh, <laughs> but it's I'm not, saying it's like not going to go great. Pittsburgh you know?
0: defense is is legit. Like yeah, he he didn't. What's the best defense he beat last year? Dallas. But Dallas, yeah. I mean, Tony Pollard got hurt. They scored 19 points. Like, they didn't exactly light it up against Dallas. So, okay, they put a bunch of points on Washington. Okay, Washington's pretty good. Um, they also got be really better. good
1: starting field position. They, yeah. they were at their 45-yard line and in
0: for, like, five drives in that game. Exactly. They got great field position. So, this Pittsburgh's going to be a lot tougher on the road week one. I mean, it it wasn't. It's, he didn't light up Dallas. It didn't go great against Philly. You know what's going to happen against Pittsburgh? I, I, I'm a little nervous for him, man. They got to well, be careful. It may
1: not be him. It could be Trey. And I think it, either one could struggle. This is not just a, a Brock Purdy thing. It's a realistic thought that the Week One quarterback slash Week One team, not
0: just quarterback, could potentially
1: struggle a little bit. I think that's realistic
0: not says brock could be breeze 2.0 not as in player but as in might win early then bleeds your franchise for 15 years and no more rings with a lesser arm that's always the funnest right but that's where the, <laughs> the Niners are at right now sort of playoff purgatory always in the mix just with different quarterbacks marco bravo two bucks thank you masatore an arm like brock's doesn't keep eight out the box that's my whole point that's my i, I look at him as from a defensive coordinator's perspective what are you, what, what coverages are you calling why would you call too deep why, why would you take an eighth man out of the box ever against him? I wouldn't. Especially against the Niners. I mean, they want to run. Like, please, dude, throw down the field. I want you to. I'm daring you to throw it outside the numbers. I don't think you can. I think the ball's going to hang up, and I'm going to intercept it. Go ahead. I'll take my chances. Yeah. I uh, Back me off. I, I, prove me wrong.
1: I agree. I agree. Yeah. I mean, Go I would field. prefer to have that he had a stronger arm. Absolutely.
0: I mean, that's why he dropped brother. uh, Brother Bob says, has Larry trip? You called Purdy noodle arm. In my defense, I called him noodle arm arm a long time ago. I don't know if Larry knows. Don't tell him. (laughs) Brock equals Christian Baker Mayfield, LOL. Oh, Baker doesn't have any of the qualities that Brock has, but he's stronger. No,
1: they're they're both. To me, they're so polar opposites. from a yeah. mental standpoint, Brock is yeah. here. Yeah, Baker's Baker. always been here.
0: And then from yeah. an arm standpoint, you can flip-flop that because Baker has a, actually
1: a pretty strong arm.
0: He does. NG49 says, Grant, screw everyone. Garcia was the man. Thank you. Thank I, you, I love it. Hold on, hold on. Do I like Garcia? See what's happened here? Do I like Garcia?
1: Do Did I really enjoy watching him play? That game against the Giants, that comeback, one of my favorite, probably my second most memorable game of all time as a 49er fan.
0: But how many quarterbacks were quarterback? better than him? No. I want to go through it right now. How many quarterbacks were right better now. than Jeff Garcia in 99, 2000, 2001? <sighs> Those three years. Like, Warner, okay, okay, honestly, just my head: Kurt, Kurt Warner, Warner Brett, Favre, Brett, Favre, uh, Brett Favre,
1: Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning. Uh, well, I don't know. Was Peyton Manning? Uh, I don't even know then? if
0: Peyton Manning was better. I'm gonna give you Peyton Manning, but but you know,
1: you know who was, Air McNair was no doubt about it. He won a league MVP, did he not? Did he not win a league MVP later?
0: Close to a super. Later, Bowl? was McNair really better than Garcia? I'm taking Garcia over McNair. Oh, okay. Right. McNair had great defenses in Tennessee. Great defenses. And he had Eddie George. Now, D- Jeff Garcia did have that that guy named Terrell Owens. He was pretty good. Um, and Charlie Garner. McNair? That's the best you could do? McNair and, and McNair? Okay. I can't even remember. So, so there's a possibility that Garcia was the fourth was best.
1: Numbers. Go look at Drew Bledsoe's numbers for a while. I'll take Garcia. Thanks.
0: <laughs> All day, baby. Fourth best quarterback She's in the league, bummer. baby. <laughs> no, it was definitely Favre, Warner. And in the NFC, I thought Garcia was the third guy. That's why he was the pro bowler like three years in a row. It was those three. I think. You know and what? in I'm, the AFC, I don't know. Now, now the arguments Rich Gannon. Man. Rich Gannon was tearing it up. Don't forget about Rich rich gannon yeah i'm
1: not gonna lie he was he was up there okay brett Favre, Peyton manning yes he was having good good seasons back then yeah Uh, kurt warner you know who led the league in passing in 1999 you ready for this steve
0: berline (laughs) with carolina yes yes wow what a weird year not warner
1: Nope. Huh. Brad Johnson was killing it in Washington. He had 4,000. He's a great yards. player.
0: Franchise quarterback. Timothy Glander says the term franchise quarterback to me is owner talk. The face of the franchise that puts fans in the seats. I want our quarterback to have the word elite instead. Oh, I like that. Yeah, because Jimmy had that franchise quarterback, right? He talks. he so look at his face the cut of his jaw. It's like, no, none of that matters. He's not elite. I. F- okay, I feel like we're
1: splitting hairs. Of course, so we do. do. Jim Jim Harbaugh had a better season in 99 than Jeff Garcia. Uh, okay, so I, I, feel, I feel like we're splitting. In
0: 99, hold on, hold on, hold on. Garcia, That they went 2-8 in 99. 2000, 2001. He went on a three-peat like the Lakers. From 2000 to 2001 to 2002, he was essentially Shaq of the NBA. Mixed with Kobe and a little bit of Rick Fox. Just saying. Oh, you know who you else don't was really to back then? Poor man Steve Young. Mark
1: Brunel was pretty good. Dante Culpepper was killing it. I'm just Dante. saying.
0: He was pretty good. ng 49 says, it's wrong to rush Brock back from an injury where not long ago this injury took TJ surgery. Quick fix, rush back, now 17 games. Seasons let Trey cook. Nah, I'm Team Darnold, baby. He hasn't gotten a chance. He needs one more chance. I'm Team Brandon
1: Allen. He went seven for seven yesterday. I'm sold. That's all That's it right. takes. It's a competition. Right? Like, it's a competition. Yeah. I thought it was a
0: competition. I agree. thought it was a competition. Well, Brandon, was, Brandon just won. Gavin Van Dean says, I'm starting from the beginning, so you're way past this, but they changed the order on the posted press conference, too. Trey Brock. Sam, that is interesting. They changed the order when they posted it online because the order hmm. in real life IRL was Brock, Sam, Trey. Yeah.
1: Interesting. It is interesting.
0: I, I still Tom- don't think it means anything, <laughs> but... Well, in in real life, you save the starter for the end. But on you know on a, on a YouTube video, you might just feature the starter, you know. So people, that's what people want to. I mean, let's yeah. be frank. When I make a video about Trey Lance, he gets a lot more views than when I make a video about Brock Purdy. People want to see Trey Lance. They want to hear about Trey Lance. Am I wrong? No, I get more hits on Trey
1: Lance than I do Brock Purdy.
0: Frank Tom Motion says thanks for the Monday night show with Jesse. Your second best show next to you and your pops, Frank. I got a question. This is Wednesday. Wednesday. (laughs) Today's Wednesday. What day of the week do you think it is? Thank you. David W. (laughs) says, who gets the fifth running back spot? Labor and TDP. Could another third rounder be released? Let's not write off TDP just yet because Labor can always go to the practice squad. Like No one's taking Labor. Um, TDP, I think best case scenario is he comes in with some urgency, looks good, and keeps that job for a little bit. You don't want to just throw away third round picks, so he looked he i'll I'll give him this he was running real hard yesterday uh which is good because i didn't always think he did last year in practice so running hard
1: yeah well he had the blueprint of sermon getting cut last year so he knows he's got it this is i mean he's really got to figure it out i do want to say shout out frank tom ocean he's always a supporter of my channel as well appreciate you but that's pretty funny
0: uh wednesday it's it's wednesday (laughs) Yeah, you might want to know that. Aniket says, hot take, Debo is traded next year. Ayuk is a contract, not as lucrative. Niners draft another wide out in round one. Debo pick. GK stays. Uh, If they could work it out financially, I'm not against it because, I mean, yikes. Last year, I felt he was a better running back than wide receiver. I mean, he Mm -hmm. doesn't seem interested in being a leader. He's not at OTAs. Like, you don't have to practice. Show up. Fred Warner did. What the hell? Um, But no, he does. He's good. So I don't know. You always got to wonder, like, is he going to be in his top shape? Like, I don't want to wonder about that at 26. If you can't consistently be in your top shape at this point in your career, you know, like McCaffrey figured it out. He's a pro. How many years in the, in the league does it take before you're a pro's pro? Maybe you're just not. I'm sorry.
1: I think one thing that, that has always served me well in life is control your controllables. And that is something that is fully within his control. So if, if and I'm, he may not even be out of shape. He may be in phenomenal shape. But if he is out of shape, that's completely within his control.
0: I'd much rather have gotten Baker than Darnold, though.
1: Carolina thought the same thing last year.
0: True. <laughs> I've seen Baker in person twice. I, I thought he Baker was Williams. dreadful.
1: Hate him. Dreadful. As a quarterback. I don't hate him as a person. I don't have a vendetta against him. But he's awful. He's... But, I hated him coming out of the draft. I hate his demeanor. I hate the way he carries himself. Sam may not be a leader, but he's not he's he do, he also doesn't think he's like king ish either the way that Baker did for a while
0: oh, you could say though that Darnold has at least had some success in the NFL excuse me Baker's had Baker some has, success yes, in the NFL sure. unlike Darnold he's played in playoff games he's won a playoff game I believe and yeah. he's a little bit older and he's more confident he's uh, 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 you got a point anyway Chris Telerico says, it's not this season's week one starters next. What the hell do you do with Trey and Brock next season? My opinion, you can beat Brock with cover one every play. It's not good enough to win. That's how I feel. Like a lot of teams aren't going to run cover one every play because in the regular season, they're going to do what they do. But in the playoffs, yeah, there'll be games plan specific. There'll be opponent specific. You're going to run into that. It's going to be tough.
1: I agree with Chris on this standpoint that this the most important thing to come out of this season, although winning a Super Bowl would be great, obviously that, that would... Be fantastic. The most important thing is to figure out if you do have a franchise quarterback and isolate that guy going forward. And week one starter next year, if it is that franchise guy, you're going to be uh, competing for many, many years to come. If they, if he's on the roster.
0: Ng forty nine says Garcia first. Yeah, round, uh, it was legendary. legendary.
1: It was legend. That game was legendary, legendary.
0: Yes. If I remember correctly, his game winning touchdown throw was to tie Streets.
1: Ty Streets, I think. Yeah. Ty Streets. Left hand on the, left corner, corner of the right? end zone? Yep. Yep. Yeah.
0: Knees yep. says, don't worry about week one. We're starting at a. T- <laughs> 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 Poor That's Jerry all I took Dotto. from the press All he conference. was doing was doing his job. God. Leave- <laughs> 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 it was funny, though. It was funny, though. Uh, Anakin says, uh, hot take. Debo's traded next year. We already got you, baby. Twice. Thank you, Anakin. I appreciate it the culture tor- just tor- texts me this.
1: thing and i don't i don't want to put you in an awkward situation but it reminded me of my kids when they learn something new they just kind of go to it over and over felt like he just learned what Torrid meant and was like you know what i'm going to i'm going to use the hell out of this word in this press conference <laughs>
0: yeah uh it's a good word though i'm gonna use it as much as it is so the coach just just texted me said my super chat is woefully wrong (laughs) flamey (laughs) jeff garcia had better years than what i put up so i guess all i I don't know he's talking about 1992 93 yeah man coach love you you're a little you're a little wrong (laughs) let me just remind people his best years so he 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 took over like midway through in 99 he was 29 it didn't go well he was a starter in 2000 he went six and ten but he threw for 4,200 yards and 31 touchdowns. Like, mm-hmm. uh, uh, no Niners quarterback has come close. To, well, I guess Jimmy came close, but no one's touched those numbers since him. Then in 2001, he went for 3,500 yards and 32 touchdowns. And then in 2002, he went for, eh, he was 10 and six with like 33. So really two years. It was back, he threw for 63 touchdowns in two years. I mean, you could scoff at that. I know a lot of other quarterbacks do that these days, but not on the 49ers. Not oh, I de- I
1: definitely don't scoff at it. Yeah. It was a it was a good couple year run, but he wasn't. Kirk Cousins just, could match those numbers. He's another list of of guys that put together some seasons, but ultimately was not the dude. He's okay. another cautionary tale of why you don't buy into a player after eight starts. Is basically true. what he was. Good
0: point. Monsatore says Layburn has better hands. TDP is in trouble. That is true. He is in trouble. And uh, he's got to do his best. How about them? Niners says, you should see if Garcia can come on the show, Grant. Ask him about his backstory and journey. It's really crazy. It would be a great show. Look it up. I've interviewed him before. Um, Last time I called him, he didn't answer or get back to me. But I'm still a fan. I don't know. I think he's tired. But maybe now that I'm super famous, he might want to come on the show. I don't know. He ghosted me last time. But I'm still Ride or die, Jeff Garcia. Wednesday show, LOL. Yeah, Fair there enough. There we go. There he is. Monsaturre says, elephant in the room. If Kyle can win with anyone, why do Niner fans assume they can't risk losses with Trey? Haha. <laughs> if you believe in Kyle, you do. Lots of Niner fans reaching at straws and being contradictive. That's a good point. He went with anybody. Kyle's really so great, except point. for Trey. Yeah. Maybe. I
1: don't believe that Kyle can win with anybody. So I, that's why I say he's got to find the franchise quarterback. But you
0: are right about that.
1: Monsatore said, that I was going to flame
0: coach. Yeah, yeah man. 1992? He was like in high school. Maybe no. He was at he was at, he was at San Jose State at that point going against Stanford and John Who is the I other
1: guy that had the last name Garcia that you were looking up? That's the real
0: question. <laughs> yeah, good point. All right. So, someone's going to start week 1 for the 49ers at quarterback. Mm-hmm. Most likely. I'm 87% sure they'll have a starting quarterback week 1. Yeah. Will that guy have a short leash? I mean, Jimmy never did, but Jimmy had a huge contract. These guys don't and although there's a big investment in Trey, the Niners are pretending like there isn't. So how does this work? Do you think they make a decision and then they change their mind quickly? Like, how's this going to go? Yeah, I I don't
1: think, when I say short leash, I don't mean that after week one, this player is getting benched. That would shock me. But I, I think there's this thought that, oh, well, Kyle just always sticks with his guys. It's like, well, hold on. He's never really had a chance to not stick with the guy what, who- who who's going to bring out or put in instead of Jimmy Garoppolo and when he had the one chance for Trey Lance, Trey hurt himself in the Arizona game, but whispers did come out that if he was healthy, he would have started against the Colts, so that's one right there he he was willing to potentially make that move then number two, there was whispers if Trey Lance lost week two to Seattle that they might pull him and put Jimmy in so if If we are to believe that those rumors are true, then maybe he isn't so patient. Yeah, he makes a decision, but if he truly believes what he said a couple months ago and has been saying, first it started with two starting quarterbacks, now they think they have three. Well, if he truly believes that, and all of a sudden one guy isn't starting level caliber for if he truly believes that and one guy isn't starting level caliber all of a sudden, then it's like, well, I feel like I've got another guy on the bench that is, so
0: I'll go to the next one. Hey, yeah, did you I, see I Brandon did. Allen yesterday? Seven for seven. Right. <laughs> like, just a total natural. Hey, who? Ca- it's always the, the, the lowest man on the a total point. Wide receiver, at running back and quarterback who operate the best on this team. Count out Brandon Allen at your own peril. Everyone talk about Sam Darnold. Yeah, we'll see. I'm a big Brandon Allen guy at this point. So, yeah, when he Brandon Allen like- goes to Pittsburgh and puts up 350 and three tutties, what are we <laughs> going to say? I don't know. Is he a franchise quarterback? I so, to not go there.
1: Sounds to me like Brandon Allen put up NFC championship stats last night or yesterday. That's great. It's good for him. Hey, if
0: they had Brandon <laughs> Allen instead of Josh, Josh Johnson, <laughs> that could have been a whole different story. So yeah, I do. I think whoever starts week one
1: grant definitely has a short leash and it doesn't matter who it is. It could be Darnold. It could be Purdy. It could be Lance. It could be Allen, whoever it is. Yes, I, I do. I think, I think we're looking at somebody that could get pulled very quickly if it goes south. Yes.
0: It doesn't inspire confidence. Like, is this gonna be a like a rotation throughout the year where Kyle Shanahan gets mad, pulls him, goes to someone else because he thinks everyone anyone else can win, and then gets mad, pulls it's him. It's easy,
1: Grant. It's it's easy for him, and the talk track's already there. Okay, let's let's work through Purdy real quick. So let's say Purdy comes back. He's there for two three weeks before the season starts. They throw him in week one against Pittsburgh. Doesn't look great. They lose. They beat the Rams. It doesn't look great. He's struggling, whatever. Just say
0: he had a setback. Yeah. You know what? Set it wasn't back. as
1: healthy as what we thought. It, the best thing. We for said he Brock was 100%, that, but we lied to you. Yep. We, we thought Sorry. it was. Best thing for Brock is to give him more time. Shut him down. There's yeah. your. Shut him down. Trey Lance, yeah. it's like, oh, well, Brock was always our starter, anyways. We were just waiting for him to get healthy. Yeah. We're so, not
0: benching Trey. Is that we're yeah. benching Trey. Oh, that Brock we Trey? love
1: Trey still.
0: Oh, he was so and good. Brock's
1: our starter. I mean, we yeah. were clear about that during the offseason. He's he's just now yeah. healthy. The top right. tracks are there. So, yes, I I definitely... What I'd
0: love to hear is team. them trying to explain Sam Darnold starting week one. I'd love to uh, hear that. That's, yeah. Sell that to me. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Give me the, the, the elevator Especially pitch. Especially if you have right. to yeah.
1: go to Trey because Brock isn't fully back yet. <laughs> that, yeah. one, I, that one would be hard.
0: It just seems like Ky- another one of Kyle's, like, best intentions. I'll just have a quarterback competition. It'll work mm-hmm. out. What? It's fair. It's fair. Yeah, uh huh. But like what you're creating is a team with no quarterback and you're just no one. What if no one really wins it? And, you know, Donald has a good day one day and Trey has a good day the next day and Brandon Allen has a good day the third. And you eventually have to make an unpopular decision that only like some of the team is behind. What are you going to do? I don't know. Get them <laughs> next year. Right. Get him next year. All right, let's get off the quarterback. Which rookie has the best chance to start? And I was thinking, like, excluding Jake Moody. Actually, that dude is in a full blown kicker competition. Never seen anything like it. And so far, it is neck and neck between him and Zane Gonzalez. Let's not just count out Zane. Zane's got pedigree. Zane's been in the league. I mean, damn. So, uh yeah, I'm just saying it could be what Jake. What kind of
1: disaster would it be if Zane actually beats him out? Talk about that disaster.
0: Wow. I wouldn't be mad at all. I don't root for this team. That'd be hilarious to me. I'd <laughs> <That's laughs> be hilarious to me. Sorry, Jake. I'm cool. sure you get another job. But like, they're talking about, oh man, these kickoffs, these touchbacks, like, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. Yeah. And then they change the rule. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. So, dang. The, the 49ers, the
1: 49ers always talk about competition and every spot's open for competition. But reality is, Most of the starting positions are are set at this point, barring any sort of injury or major breakout from a rookie. So the way that I see it is there's one spot that is legit open for competition that a rookie happened to be drafted at that position. And that is linebacker. And so to me, D winters would be that guy. Now, the issue with that is, is you said he came in a
0: little soft maybe and didn't look quite I don't want to say that. I don't want to say that. I'll take that okay. back. That's harsh. He, okay. I, I was saying, like, is he? Look, does he look like Dre Greenlaw? That's what they compare oh. him to. Dre, have you seen okay. Dre Greenlaw with his shirt off? Yeah. No. That, okay. okay. That's not fair. He doesn't yeah. look like Dre Greenlaw. He's, he's his own guy. That's all I wanted to say. I didn't want to say Okay. Like okay. Okay. Or okay. fat or Okay. anything. That's not fair. All right. That's not fair. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. maybe, is this fair? Maybe he hasn't found his NFL body yet. I would say that's fair. Okay, he looks like go. a college player. He doesn't look like a fat. Guy. He looks it. like a college player. Yeah. No. Okay. Okay. Drake so Greenlaw to... never looked like Drake Greenlaw came in jacked. I was like, who the hell was he his fifth round yeah. pick? <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> with the neck he and did. everything he 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 really like Taquio Spikes he did. But, yeah.
1: but you don't have to have the greatest physique necessarily to be productive. He could be a sure. very productive athlete
0: still. And so for me, I loved. everything. I mean, Orrin Burks I... isn't an option. No. 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 Demetrius Flanagan Foles. No. I don't think so. Sorry, I, it's McCrary no. Ball
1: is is the the leader in the clubhouse probably yeah. for but now for now. But that I, I, I guy's never played a, a
0: regular season snap. Am I wrong? I don't think he has. Mm. I don't think he has. I be wrong. No, I don't think but so. He was on the practice. So a lot, a lot of sure, last yeah, time. he's got a he's got a nice NFL body. He's, he's got to prove it. Yeah. D Winners. So yeah, D Winners is one that that strong side linebacker is an important spot. Like yes, who Aziz was really good. He was really good. You think, okay, well, they only play. No, no, no. They play a lot and it's a physical division and Aziz was really good and who's going to step up?
1: Yeah. And D winners could be that guy. Could be. So Could be. I think the path to starting is most open for D winners out of all the rookies.
0: Yeah, I mean, the other one would be Jair Brown and you're thinking, you know, to Gibson, he could lose that job right there. Like Jimmy Ward lost his job. No one thought that was going to happen last year. Um. Also, Hafunga, I'm going to throw this out there. We don't know how Steve Wilkes feels about Hafunga. We don't know. Like, Hafunga had a nice year. He was D'Amico's guy. He also gave up a bunch of touchdowns and played some hero ball and had to rein himself in. We have no idea how Wilkes feels about any of that. So, I don't know. Jair Brown, kind of similar skill set to Hafunga. Is he a compliment to Hafunga or is he a, uh, a duplicate of Hafunga? I'm curious. I just don't know where Wilkes is coming from. We'll have to see. Hmm. I always yeah. thought you would want to pair HaFunga with someone a little faster. But maybe two two of can play next to each other.
1: Well, the question is the 49ers the last couple of years have done a lot of three safeties on the field. And so, and last year was a little bit different because Ward was actually the nickel corner also, so technically. But the year prior, they they found ways to get HaFunga on the field to kind right. of groom him and get him ready for the next season know, it was a great game plan. It worked out really well for him because we saw the leap he took in year two. The question is, is can Jair Brown play with two guys that are kind of similar to him?
0: Can all three of those guys be on the field at the same time? I don't know. I don't know. Well, the thing about Gibson is like, he's not super fast, but he is a pure single high free safety ball hawk. He's been doing it his whole career. Single high intercept passes. He has yeah. great instincts and a great burst or whatever. He's good at it. Like. I wouldn't trust a Funga in that role. I wouldn't want a Funga no. playing single high. Like they they're a nice combination because a Funga you want in the box. You don't want him in man-to-man coverage. You don't want him in single high at single high safety. You want him in the box. So, Gibson's right. a nice combination. So, do you want is Jair Brown a single high safety? Can he do that? Because if he's not, then you can't really bring a Funga down the box. You got to have to be a split safety team. Like what do you like I'm curious. I just want to know what is Wilks thinking here? Because this is his vision and this is his pick
1: yeah one thing we do know about hafunga and this is where potentially you could see them on the field together is we know hafunga is a good blitzer i mean he times blitzes yep. very very well so, so is brown maybe i'm telling you their that, skill sets are are, you're right. are identical you're right so that's that's it maybe you know bring them both near the line of scrimmage have gifts and be the the single high maybe. safety which one's blitzing which one's dropping back uh, on go. the rotation after they the snap like you can side. confuse people so maybe that's where it it
0: shows shows up a little bit Sounds good. Uh a couple more <laughs> couple more of these. I was going to fight uh, Battle Beast 19 says Trey wants to compete equals Megan equals means he's taken the job like he's done before everywhere else he's been. They bow to say Brock's not healthy to justify it. We'll see. We'll see. He definitely
1: did take the job at NDSU where they did bring in a transfer that was supposed to start over him. So I know good it's point. not the NFL, but that is reality.
0: Art Martinez Check. is checkmate. Well played. <laughs> very well played. Very well played. That's a, a nice little punchline these days. Monster Torres yep. says, did Jackson look as big as Kinlaw? And did you see Kalia Davis at all? Oh, Kalia, that's a good one. Yeah, he did kind of look as big as Kinlaw. Uh, not that he looks like a D-tackle, but Kinlaw looks like a DN. Like, Kinlaw's lean. He's Monty. leaned up a lot. Super yeah. lean. Thank you, Mons. Appreciate you. Kalia Davis? Yeah, he, um... I don't know. I don't really see it with Kalia. Really? Okay. I don't know. I, got, I, I don't want to write him off yet. I'm, I'm waiting to... His body's nothing special. What did you think of DJ Jones before he had the
1: breakout season? If you can remember back then.
0: I always thought d j jones um moved extremely well for someone who was like as who was like round he's the most okay. he's like the roundest football player I've ever seen, and he was extremely explosive I was always pretty impressed with it i don't i'm not sure that Kalia davis seems a little top heavy okay i don't know i'm am his body type is a little strange I, I i gotta see him in action i gotta see him in action yeah, he's says if, if athletic c, i can't wait to see it if c uh knee says if c m c stays healthy could you see him in the m v p running Offensive player of the year. Yeah, absolutely. He's sort of like the Terrell Davis of this offense, and they're not going to rotate yeah.
1: him. I mean, let's I don't it. know about MVP. That just seems to be a quarterback award at this point, but offensive player of the year.
0: Yeah, for sure. Who do you think the five most important players on the 49ers are? Not necessarily the best, most important, <laughs> critical, X factors, guys who must be good.
1: Okay. Number one, Trent Williams. Oh yeah. Because that offensive line without him, I would be terrified of what it would look like. And there just is no clear swing tackle on this team that I trust coming off the bench.
0: That's a good answer. I was gonna say McKivit's like, nah, you could probably find another McKivit. You can't you can't find another yeah, Trent Williams. Nah. Trent.
1: Nah. It goes yeah. it goes down drastically behind Trent Williams. Mm-hmm. I, the way that i built my list was depth behind these i like it yeah And what they mean right so yeah. i'm just gonna do answers like we're in high school for, yeah, that's, that's a good one good. i
0: like that i agree one yeah
1: yeah Oh, no, i got it i got it so i would say trent williams is is number one mm. i would say nick Bosa is number two because we don't even know who the starter opposite of him is right now yeah. We lose Bolsa. I don't believe it's going to be like it was in 2020, where they were able to manufacture. Carry Hyder time. Pieces. We're back in Carry Hyder mode. Right. Yep. Right. True. So I I think that that could be troublesome as well. I would say Charvarius Ward number three, because I don't know what the depth looks like at corner behind he or Lenore right now. I mean, really, I could go, almost go him Ward and Lenore, like one and one A, you know, as far as being number three on this list, because both of them. If either of them go out, I, I don't know what, who's it gonna be? Who's the next man up? Darrell
0: Luter Jr. I'm a big Luter Jr. guy. He may be fine, but he's still a rookie. He's the greatest quarterback a corner of all time. He's great. Is he perfect? Okay. He's so good. Is he
1: the is he the Jeff Garcia of Corners? Would he's that the be Joe crazy? Williams of Corners. <laughs> <laughs> so Charius Ward would be number three. Mm-hmm. Fred Warner would be number four. They don't have Aziz anymore. So if Fred Warner goes out. I mean, the drop-off could be significant.
0: Who's the middle <laughs> linebacker? Oren <laughs> Burks?
1: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I would put him at number four. And although the depth, I like the depth behind this player, I have to put him at five because they didn't lose once he was integrated on this team. CMC. Hmm. CMC has to be on this list because of that. I was going to so, go a different direction.
0: That's interesting. I like that it. Last go ahead. One.
1: I was ahead. with you until that last one. So give me, give me your five again. Okay, so it's Trent Williams, Nick Bosa, Charverius Ward,
0: Fred Warner, CMC. That's fair. I mean, their offense got so much better when Christian McCaffrey got here. So much better. Uh, and when they lost Debo, they didn't miss a beat at all. At all. What about Ayuk, though? He's like the Ayuk only is legit wide receiver on the team. Like, his skill set, like, uh, I, I feel like, If they had Mason and Mitchell and Debo and Ayuk and Kittle, like they could still have a really good offense without McCaffrey. But if you take Ayuk out, like that's your guy who beats one-on-one man coverage. That's your guy. mm, That's a tough one. I might go with Ayuk. Just off-depth. Because who starts if it's not Ayuk? It's split in freaking Danny Gray? I could put Kittle Kittle on that list,
1: too. Does Kittle have an argument?
0: Who's behind Kittle? Oh, Brayden Willis (laughs) out here
1: making one-handed catches left and right. Especially if, if Rock Purdy starts, the way that he—I mean, CMC and Kittle—like he fed both of those guys like crazy. If
0: one of them is out of the lineup, it could change everything for him. I guess that's why they drafted Cam Latu, the next Tony Gonzalez. I don't see it yet. That would we'll be worry about fantastic. Cam Latu. I feel like Cam's going to show it. He's—it's going. We're either going to see it or we won't when when the pads go on and it's games because he's supposed to be like the dude who rumbles over people because he didn't catch a. He didn't catch nothing, not a nair nutta yesterday. Like right now in these seven on sevens, it's like Ronnie Bell, Braden Willis time. Those guys are just. Quick. Ronnie Bell is
1: showing out, isn't he?
0: Oh, Braden Willis too. Braden Willis too, the two seventh rounders. But it's just seven on seven. It's not even really football, it's like basketball on grass.
1: Yeah. Da- I'll, I'll tell you what, David at BackcountryFam on Twitter. He was huge on Bell when they made that pick. He was like, I'm telling you, this is a dude. Immediately. So, far, so good. He immediately
0: right. said that. So I got one that we left off. Now, we we got to find a place for him Jake Moody. Oh. He's really important. Now, it's possible they could just what maybe if he get just gets Robbie beat up by Zane Gonzalez. Mm. <laughs> and is he important? Yeah. What, what if they just bring Robbie Gold back like week 10? Oh.
1: They could it's could possibility that. actually. They could do that. Yeah, Mason Crosby's still out there. But you're right. Whoever the kicker is is very important. Very important. And, and you're right. That guy
0: could become the scapegoat so quickly.
1: So we assume quickly. that it's Moody, but yeah, I mean that's Zane. The team leader in points is usually your kicker, so pretty important. And if they missed mm-hmm. on that, that could be huge. That's a good point. There's, I think, there's a lot of people we could put at number five or honorable, honorable mention. I think Ayuk has a case. I think yeah. Lenore has a case. For I sure. think Kittle has a case. Moody has a case.
0: Pe- Taper Pepper. Tabor. No one ever talks about Taper Pepper, but if he doesn't nail his job every oh. time. What, what were we just
1: talking about? You lose. What, were, what game were we just talking about? And what was that game centered around? Why did the Giants end up
0: losing that game? Because their long, long snapper pepper. did something stupid. He missed Tim the Junkin, guy and he I ran think back. His name was and he threw it. And then there should have been diff- pass interference, but he should have lost was, that game,
1: but he was missing snaps towards the it's end. True. He missed like three snaps and they couldn't get the field goals off. That's why the 49ers it's came true. back. I think his name was like Tim Junkin. You don't know long snapper's That's names correct. until
0: you know him. If and I then remember Brian Jennings name, was the guy forever. Crazy. And then he started missing them. And then Tabor pepper came to the rescue and no one wants yep. to give him any credit. I mean, it's disgusting. Yep, I'm outraged. Out, he's outraged even. Okay. I am incensed. (laughs) All right. I'm over it.
1: (laughs) Oh, Oh, wow. Okay. Hold on. So you had about 30 seconds of just, (laughs) I'm over it now. It's okay. Tabor Pepper. I'm on your side. Chris Alarco says
0: Niners aren't winning. Oh, who? Trey Junkin?
1: Trey Junkin. Yep. That was the long snapper. I think
0: the Giants just screwed it up. Niners aren't winning the Super Bowl this season. The season has to be about what Trey's got. They have to decide on his, on his option. I'd love to hear Lynch and Sandy explain him succeeding on this te- on his next team. It's hard to say it's not a win now season when you just signed Javon Hargrave. Like, <laughs> give <laughs> it a shot. Impossible. You know, running up the flagpole. See where see where you go. Nee says if CMC stays healthy, could you see him in the MVP running? Did we get you already? We I could see that, it. Yeah. Skip mine, Grant. Oh, I did skip you. My bad. Sorry, but I got you though. But I got you The coach says, funny. Nobody mentioned Debo, and I agree. Yeah. Debo went from being like care like the guy who carries the team to the guy who's almost not necessary any yes superfluous
1: if you could word. get if you can get assets for your top players on this team Debo would be the first one that you would probably shop if you were looking to gain assets and because if being honest oh go ahead well, I was just saying, because he's the most redundant as far as what his skill set is, and CMC, redundant. frankly, does it better.
0: Yeah. If you had known that they were going to get Christian McCaffrey, that oh. you would have just traded Debo no to the Jets. Hurt, yes. Take yeah. him. We'll take Garrett Wilson. Rookie of the year, thank you very much. Christian McCaffrey, boom. I mean, that would have been the move. But you didn't do it. Yeah. I didn't know! Nobody My knew. fault. Nobody I'll knew. take that. Quality control was not... In control of the situation, but now <laughs> we are.
1: All right, but it was well, quality, the show.
0: even though he wasn't in control. That's true. At least I had the quality. Yeah, there's no control. Was there? <laughs> are you taking? Are you doing a uh, a call in show now? I am. I'm going to do a call in show here in ten minutes. Yes, sir. Nice. All right. I know I, I said that last go... week,
1: but I had some important stuff come up. I ended up canceling the show like right after I got an important phone call. So, uh but this week I'm in. I'm in. I got the show. Okay. I promise. Ten minutes.
0: All right. Well, I hope it's okay. I'm gonna go take my wife out to dinner because I'm married. Oh,
1: I like it. Did you Did you know that Grant's you know that? married?
0: I didn't. Yeah. This is the first yeah, time so I'm gonna go take of this. my wife sure? out to dinner. Oh, pretty nice. Pretty Grant's married. no big deal. Humble brag. It's the gift that keeps on giving. That joke. I love it. Thank you. I don't even <laughs> think it's that funny. But and if everyone thanks for watching, I will be back tomorrow. Streaming and such. Have a great day. And such. And such.